So welcome, 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 so welcome to No, to stupid, no questions. stupid Questions. Hello, stupid everybody. This week's up, folks? It's for real. It's with for real. T-Leak like, and Jag. Rah, rah, like a dungeon drag. What's up? No, no specific <laughs> order. I love No Stupid <laughs> Questions show. <laughs> Can we curse on this show? Do whatever it's we feel. Real. Time okay. is your question for, for today. Now, rah, 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 like all right. Stupid. So, question. No Stupid Questions. Jag. Welcome to this episode of... My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the No Stupid Questions show. The show where you have two smart folks and one stupid-ass question. <laughs> or so we thought. Or so we thought. <laughs> T-League, how you feeling today? I'm good, I'm good. I'm here to catch you when you fall, baby. Oh, I appreciate that. You know, maybe, 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 maybe I need a little caffeine. You think that's, you think that's what it is? It might be. And if we need some caffeine, y'all can get it for them. <laughs> you can support us by buying us a coffee. Go to buyusacoffee.com slash NSQS, No Stupid Questions Show, and show your love. Show your love. Now, what's that stupid ass question? <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> So many stupid ass questions, so little time. But the question for tonight is, are the racists keeping us distracted? Mm. I like that question. <laughs> I heard it in the, mm. Well, so, you know. That's I what always, you say about you some know, food that you're getting into. <laughs> you know I always have a problem with these questions because there's so many different angles to take it from. But I'm gonna just be simplistic in my initial answer on this one and say yes. The races have us distracted. Oh, I think I think I think we agree. But tell me more about you know because that's the point, right? It seems like it's a stupid ass question, but it's not. It's a lot, a lot of layers to it. So what 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 kind of what are the layers you're thinking about? Well, I mean, the first thing I thought of is is it intentional? It is the intent of the races to distract black folks. Well, and, and let me let me just let me just mention this came up because of um, the root had a summit. The root.com had a summit. Dr. David Johns was, you know, he had a, a video where he was talking about basically not taking the racist bait and keeping our eyes on the prize. Mm. That totally resonated with me. And that's the reason why I wanted to, to bring it up to, to talk about today. Okay. Yes, I think they have us distracted. We, it's not a easy question to develop an action plan against because you have a lot of debate on whether or not, you know, what should you do in the face of racism? Should you march in the streets or should you? Actually, I disagree with that. Okay, good. Because we have a discussion. <laughs> It's, it's always helpful to, to look at the source material. So if you guys will have the link to the video, but I believe that the doctor, the good doctor was coming from the perspective of being strategic, right? right. Our eyes on the prize. A lot of times the greater good, there may be sacrifices for the greater good. And I think that's what we need to look at. And, and so, I mean, his stuff is talking about in particular policy, right? Over you know, talking about what Karen did to this one person, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, there's going to be racist all the time, right? And then, you know, everybody 
it's like squirrel, like squirrel. And you look, you look at that happening and you focus on that and you sign the petition for that and everything. And all the stuff that's happening with this voter disenfranchisement and things that are happening at some of the local levels around creating ways in which um, neighborhoods kind of get segregated again, really. There are all kinds of things happening that basically slide under all of that stuff. And those are things on a grand scale, right? Um, you and I have talked about, you know, Biden and naming judges. Those are the things we need to be pushing for because they will affect whether or not this person goes to jail or whether or not there is equity in the in the judicial system. So, so that's I actually don't think it's a hard thing to act upon. You just got to well, ask yourself the right it's question. It's a hard thing to act upon. Okay. The question is, what is the appropriate action? And so, you know, I find it interesting during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, they talked about the record numbers of people hitting the street and marching and protesting, record numbers of people. But the elections around that time didn't have record numbers of people. Why is that? Is that part of the distraction? Was, you know, did we lose sight of the goal and focus on one little thing and not really focus in the right area? I mean, the question is, what should you do to combat what you think are the injustices in our society? Well, I think that I will go back to what he said about policy and programming, right? And and I think that that comes down to us asking the question. So to me, it's about two critical questions. One question is, is what we're doing or what we're asking for, can it be acted upon? And the second question is, how does it impact the issue that we think exists? And how many people does it impact? Right. Okay. What kind of what kind of broad level impact? So if you talk about marching, what are you asking for? What do you want to happen? And it's fine to march. You know, some people have issues. Oh, marching doesn't do anything. That's it's fine to march, but march on a platform is okay. Black Lives Matter. Yes, they do. But what are we asking for in order to ensure that that occurs? And then the second question is, how many people does it affect? So if you're asking for money for George Floyd's family, I, I, that will affect, I don't know how big his family is, let's say four people. I, I think we have to think more strategic, more, okay, and let I, me tell you, my, my threshold is 100, if it don't affect 100 people. Well, point, point <laughs> and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with marching either. To me, you march to put a spotlight on an issue. And then the question is, what's the follow up? And that's that's where I think we falter. And so if the racism makes us want to march, that's OK if there's follow up. I mean, if the racism doesn't carry to the follow up, then then we've lost we've lost sight of what we're supposed to be doing. So to me, it's mind boggling how you can have a period in which more people hit the streets to march than any other period in American history. But yet the voting rolls were pathetic. The, the percentage of people voting were pathetic. How, 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 does, how does that translate? You know, and I think we've talked about this before, too, on previous shows. Leadership is an issue. I'm just going to say it. Leadership is an issue. And you had, had the youth leading the marches. Okay. They were inspired not... to march. 
I, when you say youth, you got to be clear now, because you know I think I'm youth, but whatever. Well, <laughs> before you keep calling yourself youth. <laughs> no, what? I mean, because are we talking about high schools? Are we talking about, you know, because, I mean, when you talk about the, the folks in charge of, or, you know, I know Black Lives Matter is supposed to be decentralized. So I, I, I think that we... And, and perhaps this is this is the shift that we need that needs to happen is we need to be thinking about again strategically about what needs to change we need to have ideas for what needs to change that we want to march for that we want to push so yes as you said there's all this energy and fire around the issue well, we need to find the, the way to really focus that energy and that fire so that it makes an impact. And de developing that strategy, I'm not saying it's easy, is by no means, but I would love if that energy was used on like the, the, the process of whether it be brainstorming or to get to some real, real concrete solutions and steps we can take toward those solutions because right. it's not going to happen I'm not, overnight for sure i'm, I'm not going to say it's hard because because i'm not sure it's hard either but clearly it's been elusive and, agreed agreed um so when you talk about race the race is distracting us if people would just listen to the show more maybe anyway keep going well you'll you get some answers for sure but when you talk <laughs> about the race is distracting us Okay, break that down for me. In your opinion, how are they distracting us? You know, and, and I'm, I'm going off of, you know, kind of what I was hearing, which I, I agree with is, you know, we're, we're focused on, as I mentioned before, how many people is it impacting? Individual cases, right? Individual people. An individual Karen, you could fire her from her job. You could, it's not going to put a dent in the stuff that's happening and the all the hundreds of other Karens out there. You're right. When, when I say the race is so distracting, I feel like, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not saying it's necessarily intentional. Maybe they're smarter than I think they are, where they're like putting, putting these little things out there. And again, we're like, squirrel, what? Ah, I'm outraged. I'm outraged. When we really need work. to be understanding, yes, what is it systemically? Because this is a systemic issue. What is it systemically that we need to be chipping away at as opposed to getting mad that the bird watcher couldn't, you know, watch his bird because this crazy woman with a dog was was acting up. No question. So I don't know. I, I have some emotions tied up into the subject. Let's let's let, let me just try to explain why. Ooh, emotions. Yeah, I, I feel like we have lost. We've we've taken our eye off the ball. Mm. I'm not sure we're even in the game anymore. We we're so far afield that. I don't even know we know where the ball is. Woo. In my opinion, <laughs> in, in, in my opinion, and I go back to these setting records of people on the street marching. Yes, it should have been some follow up. One of the key things I think has to be a part of how black people are going to deal with their plot in this country is there has to be a push for individual excellence. I'm a firm believer that you can't help your community until you're a strong member yourself, you're a strong individual yourself. And I think there has to be a push for 
you know, if you had those millions of people that hit the street all decided, you know what, I'm going to stop being a okay student. I'm going to start being an excellent student. I'm going to stop being an okay producer, whatever I produce. I'm going to start being excellent. If you had all those millions of people inspired for individual excellence, then that makes that community that much stronger. And then that community can do things that they couldn't do before. So when I say we lose our, we lose, we, we get distracted. Sometimes the march is a distraction because if you're out there marching and you're getting C's in school, then you've been distracted from what your prime goal was for that season. Hmm. I don't know. It seemed like I hit a, I hit an emotion over there with you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm pondering that particular. And, and I'm not saying everyone, I'm not saying be selfish, but I'm saying you are a better advocate for your community the stronger you are individually. You can help and, and, your brother and, and sister better if you are stronger individually. Yeah, and 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 I, I guess, but the my was, I, I don't think it's a mutually exclusive thing, and that's the thing, right? Is it's not the time that you spend, and it's not even the people most times that are, I'll say, going to a march as opposed to getting swept up in a protest, which is I'm, I'm going to make a delineation between those two. It's it's what we're doing with our time on a regular basis, right? Oh, I mean, not. if you if you march in every day and using it as a procrastination technique, but if you march on Sunday, you got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to get out of the good level and get to the excellence level. Understood. So 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 I guess I I, and, I, and, I and the march I, was just one tail. I was not saying that the marches themselves are distracting people. Okay. But when people spend all that time sitting around talking about white people won't let me do this or white people won't let me do that, systematic racism won't let me do this, or systematic racism won't let me do that. And, and, and some of that is true. There are some barriers out there that are undeniable. But it's also true that if you spend all your time talking about what you can't do, you won't develop yourself to do it. Well, you won't so, ever be able to do it if you, you just sit around and admire yourself in, in that. And I agree with you. That's the mindset shift that I'm talking about. I mean, it's it's you know, as 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 two engineers. I mean, one of the the talks that I I you know took back to our alma mater was we need to be thinking more in the space of what can we create, not what can we tear down, not what can we criticize, not what can we find wrong, you know, find fault with, but what can we create that will make this a better world. And that's, that's a mindset that I think, I mean, and, and I was reading an article that was talking about this, is that it's, it's human nature to find fault, to look for the negative, right? Is and that I human nature? That's, that's what this article said, is that, okay. that, is, that is, it is more of a default for us to, to find problems than it is for us to create solutions. Mm. I'll include that that article in case anybody's interested. And and I, mean, I, I don't I don't doubt that we have been programmed that way. You you just said it was human nature, and I'm yeah. I'm that's what it's not human nature. That's what well. It's definitely programming. Well, I think I think that you know I mean when you talk about there's there's the three levels right, and when you talk about it with uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those right. kinds of things right. So some people operate at just. What can I get? What can I? And so for them, it is about 
well, I can't get, I can't get, because they just focused on, but when you start coming up, which is where, and I, I think about that when you say from good to excellent, right? It's, it's like, where, how, where, what level are we operating at? And for some people who are in the woo-woo space, what vibration, <laughs> you know, are we at? And I'm one of those people, so I can say that. Um, I'm all woo-woo all over the place. That is a, that is a shift. And I agree for, for Black folks, interestingly enough, historically, I think that there is more of a, and I, I wrote a blog post about, you know, sort of we, we were raised in a criticism culture and not a compassion culture. And compassion looks for how you can help. Criticism looks for, it's, it's only that sort of beginning part, right? Is what, what is, it's not necessarily constructive. It's just about identifying it. And, and we, we learned that for survival reasons, let's be clear, right? Our parents were like, I got to teach you to be, to find what's wrong so you can, you know, can dot your I's and cross your T's. If you're missing your, your eye, I'm going to have to show you, you're going to have to figure out how to see that. And that's what we're looking for is, okay, well, how do we need to shore things up? But we're really not looking at what we can create. And, and again, there is a reason for it. But I think it, it does require a shift in our mindset for us to get to the point where we can really start making those and not get, not get again, distracted. Well, the good thing is we have the capacity to change. We do have the capacity to change. You know, one of the, one of the observations I made when, you know, when we went to the school we went to, do we tell people what school we went to? <laughs> well, anyway, when we went to the school- We, we went, went to, to our alma mater. It was Stanford, by the way, on the Bay Area. Woo-woo. Unfortunately, I think a lot of us were programmed to be great, not good, great employees. That's, at the time we went there, that's what people, at least I, as I look at my, my peers, my engineering peers, maybe my black engineering peers, we were programmed to be great employees. I think the that's entrepreneurship bug was not as strong then as it is now. Yes, if you I go agree. back and talk to the young engineers now, all of them want to create something. Yeah. All of them want to start yeah. a business. All of them want to be the next unicorn. And it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and some of them will, no doubt. And I'm glad they all can shoot for that as opposed to what I think we would shoot for, which was a little more safety. Now, what's better? I don't know. But it is a change in the black engineering community, at least at Stanford. So we have the capacity to change. I don't think we are as criticizing as parents as we may have witnessed as children. And part of that is because, like you said, it was a defense mechanism. And maybe we don't perceive the need for that defense mechanism as much as our parents do. We may be wrong about that. <laughs> we may be wrong about that, but we don't perceive the need for it. So we had a capacity to change. Now, I hope part of our change is we don't let the, the, the we don't let the, we don't lose sight of the ball. We don't lose sight of the game. We don't don't click the bait. Don't don't click the bait. To me, your first goal is to make sure that you are doing everything you need to do for you to be a productive, happy citizen yourself. I'm not saying you can't help other people. But I think you are, you know, you do your push-ups before you try to help pull somebody else up. And that way you will be able to pull more people up. 
but we lose sight of that all too often. And, and, and I think it's hurt us. Well, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I actually, uh, going back to my either, or I understand you're putting that first, but I think, I mean, and again, the burden is on us to do both. And the reason I say that is because I think that sense of individualism, and there's also another show on that, we'll, we'll, we'll link to it, <laughs> on our sense of community has been lost. And as a result, that's why we take the bait. We take the bait that this individual case needs to be, because we don't, we, you know, we, we either think, okay, well, we got to be focused on this individual and not the community and what's happening in the community and allows us to be distracted because we're either, okay, it's either my problem or it's their problem. Oh, it's their problem. I'm, I'm going to watch that. And so it just sets up this, this dynamic, I think, where it is easy for the racist to, to, to distract us because we're not looking at this bigger picture of the community. And so I think both things need to happen, right? We need to find, we need to find that community again. And, and my hope is that it creates some momentum where this sense of community builds this feeling of responsibility for, for excellence. Right. It's it's about, like you said, learning that the only way that we can help our community is by, you know, becoming better, more enabled, more resourced individuals. And so, again, and then then we pipe into the community and that pushes us even further. So that would be my thing about what you're saying is I think I actually think that going too far with the pendulum on one side of individualism is actually what allows us to be easily distracted. And I'm not, I'm probably not expressing myself well, because I'm not pushing for extreme individualism. What, what I'm saying is, what I'm advocating for is we have dropped from 50,000 feet to 20,000 feet in that plane, and we don't have the oxygen we need. And those little oxygen masks have dropped down in that plane. And they always tell you, Put yours on first before you even help your children. I'm not saying neglect your children. I'm saying you have to put yours on first before you can help others. So I'm, I'm not pushing for individualism. I'm saying to be a good community citizen, you have to take care of yourself. I'm not sure that analogy works for me. I know. <laughs> you, probably, you, you might be the one putting it on the child first. No. And, I'm not, I'm and not I saying have that. to reach over the aisle after I put it on myself to put it on you so that you, no, that you don't not, lose consciousness. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it is not possible to put on both at the same time in that analogy. Whereas what we're talking about, it is possible to do both at the same time. If it was possible to do both at the same time, then I would advocate for that. You feel me? I don't want. I don't want to lose our main point on this, on this nuance. Uh, well, no, but but I think it, it is. It. I mean, I I think it's an interesting question because I do think that the level to which we're talking about this individualism, and I understand extreme individualism aside, I think these things are. I, I don't know if it's the for me the putting the mask on first. I mean, that premise is already to me what causes the distraction. So let me give you a little little tidbit for your analogy using our question. Let's say something's wrong with your gas mask. Is it gas mask? Is oxygen? Ox I'm sorry. 
I'm, you're not we killing yourself. You're not, no, 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 no. Let's say, let's say I'm, I'm thinking of riots and, and, and protests. But anyway, let's say that something's wrong with your oxygen mask. Okay. What do you do then? So you get a distraction from, you know, what, what you did to do. What do you do then? Do you then let your, the child, you, do you take the child's mask? I mean, obviously not. <laughs> Is it obvious? I don't know. Some people might be like, hell yeah, you take it. It's, it's like when you go scuba diving and one of the tanks fails, you share, you share the tank. You share the working tank. And that's, that's where I am. I am at the point where that is a closer analogy because it's not, you know, put on theirs or put on ours. It's okay. We got one. We need to figure out how to go back and forth between this so that we can survive. So that's that's where you, I you, you I put think. Put us in a more dire state. Well, uh, you put us in a more dire state than I put us in. I, I think I think we all can thrive. Well, no, I'm and, saying, and, but and that's the distraction. Can't on, on one, on the, one dis- the distraction, mask. the distraction is that little nick in your oxygen mask, and then you are you gonna be all focused on that? No, you're gonna go to, hey, we need to figure this out for us to both survive. It's not gonna be about oh, my mask is broken. What am I gonna do? Okay. So anyway. That's my, that's my bringing it back to the distraction. So I do think, I think we both agree that the race is a distraction and maybe your answer about it's hard to figure out is, is true. And so that becomes a leadership question, but I'll go back to my two questions. Please ask yourself if what you're talking about, putting energy towards is concrete and does it impact the community? If you can't answer those two questions, yes, you may be clicking on the bait. No stupid questions, show. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs> <laughs>